You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is about y'all, not us. Deadass, because there would be no us without you and you. And you. And you too. Because we just love y'all. Deadass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take <laughs> Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. I'm sending him a four-page letter. Oh, Aaliyah. I enclosed it with a kiss. And if I write him, he better get it on time. Oh, I. Yes. People always say uh-huh. that 
I play myself for you. They say that, that you don't, don't even know just me. Me, 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 me. One of my favorite artists. Man, I'm just sitting here thinking about her. I know. She's amazing. Where would she be now? Amazing. Freaking amazing. For sure. So, yeah, it's Listener Letter episode, guys. You know, we have to do a specially dedicated episode for y'all. I mean, it's at a point now where... She got I'm on a whole blanket. Up. I got my blanket. I should have popped some popcorn. Nosy. But I got my tea. She loved to be And nosy. I'm ready to hear what y'all got to say. First of all. Okay. Listener letters. Kadeen wrote me a four-page four letter, letter in college. I did. Front and you back. It? You get it? So it was technically eight. Scripted. No, it was still four. It was four pages. Was it front page? It was four pages front, front and back. back. Oh, yeah. It was okay. four pages. True scripted my eyes was hurting reading it proclaiming her love for me i remember those days when she used to love me like that <laughs> she put it in a card left it under my pillow now i just drop it from i'll take that period. any day period any day. period yes so enough about us let's get into y'all yeah we uh pulled some listener letters from the slew of Letters that we get in our email. Thank you, Tribble, for sifting through all the mail and pulling out some scenarios that y'all have going on here. Yes. And we're going to try our best to give you some advice, even though we don't consider ourselves to be experts. But what we can do is try to relate to what y'all going through. Because we done been through a lot. We've been through a lot. Like, there might be a little situation or a story or a little anecdote that we have that we can... You know, add into a, a story that y'all have here. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, we're just gonna do our best to see what what we can come up with. All right. So the first one today. Hey, Deval and Kadeen. I am a 27 year old single woman living in Maryland. I recently shared with a male friend, strictly platonic, about a guy that I liked. I sought his advice to gauge if the guy was into me or not. My friend came up with various reasons as to whether he was into me or not. But my male friend gave one suggestion to help, quote unquote, increase my chances in the future. And it was to lose weight. Now, I've been on a successful weight loss journey for two years now, which I had to school my friend on. His comment hurt, but also confused me that my weight may have been the reason as to why this guy was not interested. I even had a woman, I even had women along my weight loss journey tell me the guys must be coming after you now. Was my male friend correct? Are men less attracted to plus size women? I guess I should answer this question because I'm a man. Well, listen, there's two things here. Number one, there's a politically correct answer that people want to hear all the time, which is it doesn't matter what you look like. There's someone for everybody. Right. Of course. But then there's also just the truth. Right. There are beauty standards set, which may be fair or not fair, fair. Let's say that slimmer women get more attention. That's just the standard, That's the standard. I guess. Yeah. And to be honest, if you want to increase your chances of who likes you, you know, I guess losing weight. But that doesn't mean that you'll never find someone if you're a heavier person. I mean, I know some really thin women who are lonely because <laughs> even though they were thin, they don't got nobody. I know some plus size women who are happily married, which means there is no exact science. So that's the politically correct answer, and that's the answer that most people will tell you. This is what I'm going to tell you, right? You got to be happy with yourself. Because it doesn't matter 
whether you're a plus size or thin, if you're not happy with yourself, whatever issues you have with yourself, you're going to bring to whatever relationship you have. And that is going to turn a guy off more than your appearance. That's just period, point blank. If you're insecure about how you look, whether it's too big or too small, that insecurity can be a turn off for anybody. What that is say? true because I also too know um, some women who are a little bit more plus size that have confidence through the roof. That and with true. the confidence through the roof, then that in turn attracts a certain kind of energy, right? Yes. So if you feel good about your weight loss journey and where you've gotten so far, I think it's a sensitive topic for women, first of all. Yes. And, and you know, the fact that people are saying, man, the guys must be coming after you now. Yes. It just kind of almost is like a backhanded comment. Like, damn girl, yes. you probably were big as hell before people didn't like you, but now all of a sudden yes. they're, they're flooding in. Um, I do agree. Yeah, it is backhanded. Um, so you definitely have to work on yourself first which it seems like you're doing which is a good thing too but also too i don't think you necessarily have to alter who you are and what you look like to then accommodate somebody who you think you know when she was gauging if the person was into them into you or not i think that's the first thing that people see is someone's physical appearance Absolutely. so if the I person mean, is into you off the bat then chances are they like you for who you are and then part of your fitness journey you know and your journey to health is probably just the icing on the cake See, but that's that's the truth, though. Like, people want to say it's vain to think about looks first. You typically don't start talking to someone or get to meeting someone who you're not physically attracted to first. Right. So that's a part of it, right? So if you're walking around and this person seems to be attracted to you, however you look right now means they're attracted to you now. Right. It, you know, very rarely do you meet someone who says, you know what, she looks good, but if she lost weight, she will look better. And, and it's not just a woman thing. I know dudes who are big, who people are like, oh, they want a, everybody wants a guy with a six pack. Nah, I got some big homeboys who got some very beautiful wives who are all into them. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if they're slim or big. So big guys I, I get think great hugs too. You've been hugging some big guys? Yeah. I, I need to I mean, know who these are. Years, over oh, the years. Over the years. How many you years? Because we've been together 19. I'm not talking about, I'm just talking about nice like hugs. Like, Don't hey, get you fucked know? up on the podcast. <laughs> Don't get fucked up on the podcast. Don't be all insecure and whatnot, Zavelle. <laughs> okay. But nah, it's, um... It's really about confidence, man. It's it's just really about confidence, man. Don't don't let and sometimes people try to give you compliments or mm -hmm. try to help you, you know, if they feel like you can be better at something because they know that you're looking, you know, looking to be better. For example, she says she was on a weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. So if your friend may think she he may think he'd be encouraging you by saying, Hey, you're doing well, but if you lose more weight, he may think he's trying to encourage you. He may not be trying to be malicious. So yeah, you know, it's true. Sometimes like the way people deliver messages are not yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. the way they come across yeah. um, or the way they're intended. But I feel like, girl, if you are out there working out, yeah. getting in better shape for yourself, loving yourself along the way, whoever he is, who's going to come along. That's okay, right. you're 27 too, girl. You got right. you got all the time. Yeah, 27. That's Take that from an old head like me. Yeah, she old. I'm 25, so I can't relate to old headness. Okay. Sorry, though. I, I like my cougar. I love my cougar. Rawr. We know what kind of <laughs> headness you like. Anywho. Oh, on to, oh, fresh. You fresh. On to the next question. <laughs> All right. I got this one. All right. Go for it. I got engaged a year ago after four years of dating and talking about marriage for years. My man and I are compatible in a lot of ways, but since COVID, a lot of things have come into play that I didn't see in our years of being together family being the biggest one. I've realized that he has a savior complex and feels he needs to solve his siblings problems even when it has nothing to do with him and isn't life or death. Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't have a problem uh, with this, but he is putting us on pause so he can help solve everyone's problems. I feel abandoned. 
We also have a lot of other issues like him not having a job and not part. How you have a savior complex? And you ain't got no job. Like that, that already to me ain't make no sense. But anyway, mm-hmm. we also have. Well, I know people I mean, like that. <laughs> we also have a lot of other issues like him not having a job and not prioritizing us in the future. We're trying to build together. The only urgency I see in him is is his want to make money and have and help his family. But there has no plan in place to move us forward at all. How do you want to make money? I have no job. I'm confused. I've been very patient as he's navigating, working throughout his relationships. But now everything is compounding and I'm wanting to leave. We've tried therapy, but he's starting to take us, uh, take his stress and anger out on me. He's an angel to everyone else, but is truly unkind to me. More than anything else, I already know who this person is. I'm seeing it's the shift in behavior that is turning me completely off and wanting to leave. We are both in our mind, we are both in our mid-30s, and I wanted to get your opinion on if we should stick it out because of the time invested or separate. I feel like it's one-sided. I know I'm not an angel, but me shutting down and wanting to leave is reacting from what he's doing. Please help. Girl, you said wanting to leave about four times. I think you already left. Agreed. Right? I think yes. she's already left and maybe she was just kind of talking us through this whole thing to pretty much say, girl, you already left. You checked out. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I don't know if he lost his job just because of COVID, you know, the pandemic, a lot of people lost their jobs. So maybe he kind of feels like in that too, he's trying to help his family. He's trying to get back on his feet and he's trying to do all the things. So it mm-hmm. seems a bit scatterbrained to me too. It's almost like spreading yourself thin mm-hmm. and you're trying to help so many different people, so many different situations at one time, but you can't even help the one that is mm-hmm. your main relationship. Um, so I see, I can see how it's easy to, for her to feel abandoned. Um, I guess my question is to, I guess if they started therapy, because my question is like, is he actively working towards changing that if it's something that they express, but then she said he just takes his stress and anger out on her. So I don't know if he's truly unkind to you, like you say, um, the shift in behavior doesn't seem like it's going to change. You're completely off wanting to leave. I think the writing is on the wall, girl. This is what I think. Especially in your thirties. Like I don't got time to play games. This is, this is what I think as a man who uh, appreciates the privilege of being a provider and wanting to be the head of household. I know how difficult it can be to say, for example, during COVID you lost your job Mm -hmm. and now you can't provide. So now you have, you have options, right? One is be the saver complex. I know I'm not where I want to be in my life, but I'm going to save everybody else so I could at least feel better about where I am. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to act like the savior and save everybody else. Additionally, you tend to take out all your insecurities and all your deficiencies as a person as, as a person on the person who's closest to you. Because mm-hmm. now she's saying that he's changed and he's being mean. I see. I hope to God that people don't take what happened during 2020 with COVID and everything as what life is going to be like with this person because that's an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Like that's a rarity. We're not going to be living in a pandemic forever. Or we're not going to be going through a recession at the same time as a pandemic forever. So this is probably the most extreme circumstance that you have with someone. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't base your entire relationship on these last few months or year mm-hmm. because you said you've been together for four years. So hopefully there have been better times during those four years for you to decide whether or not you want to stay. I wouldn't just rush to run. I would mm-hmm. see if they can rebound, you know, after, because COVID is not over, but as the world begins to open up, hopefully he can get a job and understand that it's not easy to try to be head of household and then lose a job. Right. Especially as a man 
it's, it's difficult because, and I say this all the time, when you're in a relationship and you're married or getting married, if you're going through financial issues, the first person they look at is the man. No one ever says, y'all going through financial issues, what is your wife doing? It's, mm-hmm. you're going through financial issues, what is your husband doing? Right. So for him, he probably feels the pressure, and it's unfair that he's taking it out on you, mm-hmm. but then he's also trying to deflect and and fulfill himself by trying to help others. So. See, I wonder, too, if this is even just a sign of someone who may be feeling the need to continue to help family and be that crutch or that support for family even after the pandemic or after this anomaly that we're in, right? Mm -hmm. You do have scenarios where you have one spouse that is always trying to still help their family because they feel like they are in a position to or they feel they owe it to their family or, you know, they just want to help out of the genuineness and the goodness of Mm -hmm. their heart. So... Could this be a little bit of an inkling? Is that just that's just his personality, and he's going to want to try to continue to always help somebody, and then leave the deficit in the house? It could be, and if that's the case, then they're going to have issues mm-hmm. because your first responsibility has to be your nuclear family now, which is the woman you ask to be your wife. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the bottom line. Your your spouse comes first. Like, like anyone who says, you know, my family, you know, my family's my family first and I'm getting married, but my family comes first. You're entering into a marriage with the wrong mindset. Right. You know, like the person you ask to be your life partner has to come first because you chose that person and that person chose you. And once you make that choice, you can't just say, OK, I chose you, but you got to wait. Right. That's selfish. So nope. hopefully, Agreed. you know, hopefully they can talk about it. You can express right. how you feel, be transparent. Right. And y'all can move forward. Yeah, absolutely. And if you haven't checked out completely already, sis, uh, maybe give it one last fighting chance, like Deval said. And and you, that was a good point you made that this space that we've been in for the past yeah, yo. year and change just... Can you really get a fair assessment of any no. thing or any relationship? No. People are reassessing their own selves as individuals after this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, so good luck to you out there and your boo. Hopefully y'all can get it together. All right. Let's see what else we have here. I'm currently a new listener of your podcast and I honestly can't stop listening to you guys. Thank you. We are definitely, you are definitely couple goals and just uh, dope individuals. That. Thank you. I need help. So I was slash am in current, currently mm-hmm. engaged to my fans, fans. So she was slash am currently engaged. So she is or she ain't. I'm not sure. Engaged to my fiance who I was supposed to marry May 29th, 2021. Okay. So the wedding would be coming up okay. next month. Um, we dated for seven and a half years, engaged for four. The reason I say Kay was and on that because she Kay don't like to be engaged more than four days, let alone four years. But go ahead, finish it. The rest of I this. thought this, this episode was about y'all. No, it is. I was just me. trying to relate to what they're going through. So go ahead. It was, it was up to the reason I say. Since you should have put a trigger warning in this. So at least we knew the valve was gonna be triggered. I'm not. By your I just story. know how people don't like to be engaged for half a decade, almost, let alone half a week. You want to finish my story or should I finish it? Babe, whatever you want to do, I'm here for you. The reason I said was am, because she put was slash am, it's because February 28th, 2021, was the last time I've heard from him or seen him. <laughs> what? What? I hope you're all right. He ended up blocking me and ghosting me without any explanation why. Oh, wow. That's not funny. I have attempted numerous times to get a hold of him, but nothing. 
even tried emailing him nothing. We were doing pretty good, but not sure why he blocked me or is keeping away from me. We had an entire wedding plan for next month, and now he's left me unknown what is happening and have family and friends asking about the wedding has been so hard that I don't answer. A day before he ghosted me, I was spending time with him and saw his phone. He has a Facebook, I don't. So I noticed he was talking to this chick on Facebook Messenger and he said, hey, beautiful, what would it take to get you in my squad? She asked, what does it consist of? And he said something, someone to hang out with. And she called him. They had a 30 minute conversation and who knows what was said. They exchanged numbers. When I asked him who she was, he said, it's just. Oh, Ariana. I know you bad with names. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just she's giving it. It's just Ariana. Ariana. That's her name. And that's all. I feel like he brushed it off and it was nothing, but it's a big deal. You're about to get married and you're entertaining other females and disrespecting me and don't care. Why is he doing this to me? I need help. Since this happened, I've developed anxiety and I haven't been happy and it's just taking a big toll on me. If it wasn't for God, I would not know what to do. This is easy for me, young lady. If you have brothers, tell your brothers to whoop his ass. (laughs) But they can't find him. Oh, they could find him if they want to find him. Listen. She, She wants, she wants, probably wants it to be a mutual agreement with like, no, no. Listen to me. They that got is this just new. Flat out hold on. Wrong. They got this new thing now, right? Apple came out with it. It's like the size of a quarter, where it has a tracking device in it, right? Get one of those, right? Find out where his car is, put it in his car, and track him for a couple months. Then let your brothers whoop his ass. <laughs> I'm telling you this right now. You if watch somebody, one too many Chicago PD episodes. No, listen to me, trackers bro. on cars. Somebody do that to somebody I love. Ghost somebody I love. Like like to me. Like a fiance. Because what she said yo, was am. I'm like, what does she mean by was am? That's not crazy. That is crazy. And she's kind of like delusional because she Maybe put, she's in shock. Okay. I'm going to say shock, not delusional because she put was am. Sweetheart, he ghosts you. Y'all supposed to get married next month and y'all haven't heard from him. Y'all not engaged no more. Because even if he comes back, you should not be engaged to him. Absolutely not. That was, not. what, months ago? How do you even engage in a conversation after that? He needs to engage in an ass whooping. How about that? Somebody that is that absolutely, that's whack, first of all. Um, that's Cowardice. a coward move. Yes. <laughs> it's a coward, coward move. move. And at, and at this rate, if it's something where he felt like he did not want to be married anymore, simply Just say, say it. it. There has to be somebody that gets it. You have a whole family, I'm assuming, of people on both sides. That shit got me mad. Niggas somebody, be corny, bro. Somebody has... Yeah, that's, that's, mad that's mad corny. Somebody son. has to know where he is. And it just... At corny. this point, I wouldn't even want an explanation. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, don't, don't ask thank for an Thank you, thank you for doing me a favor. But I feel bad. She said they, they, they dated for seven and a half years, engaged for that four. That doesn't make any sense. It almost makes me think feel like was he living like a double life and and like disappeared into some other life that he had like you know it wouldn't shock me sis I I'm mean, so sorry you're going through this yeah it wouldn't shock me because Kadeem watches these shows at night right is it Unsolved Mysteries Listen, or I'll be watching all the shows Unsolved Mysteries there's Dateline Secrets mm-hmm. Uncovered right um all all them little mystery shows KB and people watching, be doing wild stuff and they be living double lives love double lives so all Don't, I would say whole, is whole ass families and whatnot. Overdessa and another set of family overdessa. That's that's how it is. So I get it. Count your blessings that you don't have a baby and you're not officially married. Yes. So there are no tax implications yes. and there are no children involved. Move on, sweetheart. Yeah. You dodged the bullet. I'm so you sorry that this happened to you. It really doesn't 
I'm not one for see that's because now that's gonna give her trauma for the rest of her life. Like she's right. gonna be having to deal with that, and, and that's always not having cool. to question what she may have possibly done right. wrong, quote she, unquote. You ain't do nothing wrong, sweetheart. He got issues, bro. Aww. He a coward. Man. That's messed up. Good luck you to you, girl. Ready to fight somebody. Yeah, the bow tight over here, are. y'all. You see his face? His brows starting to furry a little bit. You see the brows? And I already got bushy brows. Y'all know yeah. my brows be his bushy. Brows are be careful though. You are gonna get wrinkles. Come here. Listen, I, I, I hope nobody break my kid's heart, bro. Because I'm not the type of dad Listen. that could just be like, "Hey, son, it's all right." I'm out here trying to fuck somebody up. <laughs> I don't care. Well, leave bro. that to me. You know, mom of three boys. I know you got it. All mm-hmm. right. Up next. Hey guys, my name is Matt, and I'm 27. I was looking for some advice. Hey Matt, I, found... I love to hear from the guys. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. I found y'all's podcast a couple months before me and my wife separated. We were together about eight to nine years and married for three of them. We separated due to finances, outside inf- uh, outside interferences, and having children and some miscommunication about seeing each other for more than a husband and wife. We separated towards the end of 2019, but we kept in contact. She ended up dating and moving with a woman. I already knew she liked men and women, but still kept in contact with me on the low. Okay. Fast forward to now, her and the woman she ended up with, uh, end up talking to, have had multiple problems, and she would vent to me about it, and they're breaking up and moving separately. Right now, I'm just having to be the best friend I can be, but deep down inside, I want my wife back and best friend back. I'm not sure if I go, if I go down, if I go back down that road, or do I move on? Ah. Uh. I'm a sucker for love, y'all. Let me tell you. So when I when I listen to a story like this, sometimes it, it feels like one of those things where you hear about people who are like married or together for mm-hmm. how many years, and then whatever happens, things fall apart, mm-hmm. and then they go their separate ways for a couple years or whatever, and then they end up back together again. I feel like I've heard recently about maybe a couple that like got married again after years of not being together. Mm-hmm. And what makes me think that there may potentially be um, some hope here for you is the fact that... You guys separated, he said, due to finances. I know that causes a strain on a lot of relationships, but depending on where they are financially now, maybe it might be something that that doesn't seem to be convinced, no? Bro. I was just saying maybe listen, if it's something I, listen, listen. that they could have worked past. All that, all that is nice. All that is nice, right? He said that she likes men and women. Okay. He will never be able to be everything she wants or need in a partner because he can't be a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very difficult for her to be monogamous with anybody because clearly she wants access to both. Even when she she left him, she was talking to the chick but talking to him on the low, oh, which means she I was see. probably talking to another woman on the low While when she, she was, was with, with him. him, which is fine. She just needs to be honest with herself mm. and say, I like men and women and I can't be in a monogamous relationship. Maybe y'all could have a sister-wife situation where... You know, this is the only way it can work out is if it's her and her girlfriend and him all have an agreement and they're in a, a collective trio mm-hmm. of a relationship. But him just being getting his wife back mm-hmm. and expecting her to just just be, suppress be that the things that she friend. wants. I see what you it's mean. It's not possible. So, yeah. So, you feel like he's just holding on to that idea of yes. her being his wife, but yes. she may not be able to fully commit to being that for him. Right. Because she just doesn't want to be his wife. She also wants to be in a relationship with a woman. Hmm. That's interesting. And it's unfair. It's unfair for him to expect her to just be what he wants her to be. And it's unfair to her. It's unfair for her to not be honest with him or a woman and say that I want both. If you're not going to be up front, because right. having one and keeping one on the side is always going to end up 
in heartbreak. I'm pretty sure the reason why her and the other woman are no longer together is because the other woman probably found out that she was still talking to him. I guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. The same way I mean, they I can see up. how that could be even just with a, in a relationship. Say he was a, it was him and her, his wife. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like he had an outside friend or something like that. Like sometimes the, the friend on the outside or like the old relationship on the outside, if you're still in communication, causes a rift regardless of if it was a man or a woman. No, you know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I think in, in this case it's very direct because mm-hmm. she has an affinity for men and women, mm-hmm. which means she'll never be able to get that from one person. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It's like if I have an affin- since since I have an affinity for women, mm-hmm. I love women, but you are a woman. Mm-hmm. I, there's nothing else that I can get from somebody that I can't get from you. Right. As long as you and I continue to to have communications and discuss what I we want that. from that each other. That makes sense. But if you were into men, right. for example, there's nothing I could do to be exactly. that for you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's I un- guess that makes sense. And not for nothing, she probably doesn't feel comfortable being honest and say, I want both. Mm-hmm. And I want both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Because traditionally... It's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. So she tries to live that life and then secretly do this and then tries to live that life and secretly do that because he has to understand if she was in a relationship with somebody, but she's talking to you on the low, don't that make you think she was probably doing that to you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Touche. Touche. So, I guess I was looking at it from the standpoint of the reasons why they broke up that he listed was the finances, um, outside interference about having children. If she was, those are reasons defense. he gave her. I mean, um, those are reasons she gave him. <laughs> And then went out and was with a woman. Miscommunication about seeing each other for more than husband and wife. So, and looking at that, I felt like, okay, maybe after some time away, maybe they could have worked past it. But you did raise a good point where he may not be able to be everything that she needs if she has the affinity for men and women. Imagine a world where this woman didn't feel scrutiny for how she felt about being with people and was able to be honest with a man and a woman and say, I love both of y'all mm-hmm. and let's see if we can work it out. Imagine a world where that's possible. You know what happens? They have a conversation. Maybe it works. Maybe it don't work. He has an affinity for a woman. He gets two women. Maybe that other woman does have an affinity for men and women too. She gets a man and a woman. She has an affinity for men and women. She gets both. Mm-hmm. If they're able to speak it and enjoy it, they could work it out. That's if they can make it work. If but, not, he might be like, no, I just want, he said he wants his wife and his best friend back. So he may not even want another woman. He might exactly. say, damn, I just want you back. And that may not work for her. And so, it may not work for her, but if, if they have that conversation. But say, the Matt, fact that he said on the low means that she's not living her truth. Yeah. You know? Matt, I think you need, th- if you can encourage conversation from her honest conversation, maybe to say, hey, you, you know, go. hey. There you go whatever her name is, um, just, hey, I, you know, I understand that this is how you feel. You have an attraction to men and women. I may not be able to be everything that you need. Do you feel this way? And maybe encourage the conversation and the dialogue and hope that she can be honest and let him know. True. So good luck to you, Matt. Yes, good hope luck. Hope that works out for you. You get your boo back. So look, we're going to take a quick break. We got more. All right. We got way more got listening more. letters on our way back. We but we got to pay some bills. Um, I thought... I, I thought it was it was all right. And Kay got a blanket. Listen to y'all stuff. Is it, are you cold? Uh-huh. I got to put the heat I, up? The air, no, the air was on in here because it was hot with the lights and whatnot. But I'd like to be cozy. You lucky I didn't turn the fireplace on. I didn't because you're closest to it, so you would sweat. But Yo, this just makes me out. feel like, no, oh, no, sis, tell stop. me, tell me what back. happened. Bring it back. Bring it back. What? You said you got the air on. You gonna put the air on a blanket and put the fireplace on, so you gonna burn the gas and the AC at the same time. That's why I'm not doing that. I said you see I what I'm saying? Decided against it. I'm wondering how many times when I wasn't home, she had on the AC in the fireplace. That's all I'm wondering right now because I know she's done it before. The only reason why he didn't do it 
is because I'm sitting right here. I know you. Semantics, semantics. We'll talk about that on another episode. But we should talk about how frugal you are. We'll be back after I pay these bills. I'll pay some too. You do. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, Near, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. 
have a me time moment with Nier, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nier body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right, we're back we're with back. more listener letters. I, I, some of these listener letters really be throwing me for a loop. Uh, we were talking during the break, and Shorty was just like, he ghosted me, and yeah. um, asking us if we can explain why he ghosted her, and then was like, what happens when he comes back? Stumped, sis. Like I'm I don't even stumped. know what I would do. I, would not I mean, take I didn't know back. what I do know what I would do, but we don't promote violence on this show. So yeah. <laughs> Hey, Kadena DeVal, I love the podcast. Thank you. I'm 37 years old with no children. I have a great job and bought a home back in 2017. I've been with my man for almost 13 years and we're really happy. Problem is, I'm still waiting for him to pop the question after all this time. He's 10 years older than me and he's never been married. He tells me that it'll happen one day. He refers to me as his wife in a joking manner. It's really cute, but I'm not moved by all of that. I need the official proposal. I love him dearly and we have so many years invested and I don't want to leave my relationship. Neither one of us does. Do you guys think I'm a fool for sticking around and wanting and waiting or is it time to move on? I'm not the type of woman that thinks my good years are behind me and I'm honestly happy with him in our relationship. What could be holding him up and how can I find comfort in waiting? Go ahead, girl. We know how you don't like to wait, so... Go ahead, give your give your opinion. You've made me seem like the most <laughs> impatient person in life. Okay. Yo, I proposed to Kay. She said her stopwatch on. Then she was like, "Girl, you have three hundred and sixty-five days starting now." <laughs> Can I help? That I was excited to be your wife, and I could not wait to be your wife. Were you excited to be my wife, or were you excited to get married? A little bit of both. <laughs> I appreciate. And I was the excited honesty. for a wedding too. So, I appreciate the honesty. That's what we doing. We being honest. I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't mind it. Transparent. I don't, I, don't, I don't mind it. So, I'm wondering if this is a case of why buy the cow if you can have the milk for free. You know what I'm saying? They've been together almost 13 years. So that means they've been together since she's 24. And yeah. he's 10 years older than her and never been married. So yeah. in his mind, he probably feels like we're doing everything that married people do. I'm getting everything that a married person gets or a husband gets. Full much. disclosure. Men be afraid that women going to change when you get married. Because that's what we hear. So that's what that's about? I don't know. So I'm not like him. For 13 years, she's been trying to hold it down to prove that she is worth marrying. Can we be honest? I hope we can be. Okay. Some women be going above and beyond to prove that they are marriage material. Mm -hmm. Then you get married and they're not the same person. And I mean, it's vice versa too. Because some men do that. They give you everything to try to get you to be their woman. And then once they get you as their woman, what they do, they get comfortable and they settle. Right? In the male community, you hear a lot of men say, Shh, don't get married because everything changes when you get married. That is the truth. But is that accurate for somebody who's been together for almost 13 years? Is she putting up this facade for 13 years that she's trying obviously, to be a wife? Obviously, I don't know because I was ready to get married. So I don't know what their issue is. Hmm. She's asking a question. Why do some men like being in a relationship but don't want to get married? A lot of men talk about fearing marriage. Like that's permanent. Like that is, 
That is the be all and end all for, for a lot of people. When you get yeah. married, it's very definite and permanent. And then it's like, okay, now that we married, now what? Well, I mean, that's accurate you know? because the jargon that I've heard, you know, in overhearing men speak is like, oh, that marriage. Oh, good luck. Oh, don't do it. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of that negativity surrounding marriage when it comes to men. And and you guys and talks that you have with yeah. each other or amongst yourselves. So and y'all too, y'all talk about how sometimes marriage can be daunting for a woman. Y'all love the once wedding. You, once we're married, y'all love absolutely. the proposal. Y'all love the ring. Y'all love the, y'all love the wedding. But then when it comes to the marriage and trying to keep up with the men and everything, because I feel right like then. I've heard so, more. I've heard as a married woman, I've heard more complaints from other married women about being married. So then, so then, why are women so you know what I mean? Like bewildered when because when a man too, don't want to get married. Well, also, too, I mean, I don't know about that bewilderment, but I'm also thinking about women who then aspire to be married. I don't think there's enough conversations happening with the married women to kind of get the 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 lowdown almost about what same apparently it's like. Same women. However, there's also too the opportunity for you to then see for yourself because you don't necessarily want to be tainted or jaded by other people's experiences. Absolutely. If I listened to the women that I've overheard that were married before me complain about their situations and their marriages, at that point, I probably too would have been like, damn, is this something I want to do? Or I would have been like, man, well, I could see why they like that because sis, you a bitch or sis, your husband ain't shit or something like that. I you know, you. so it could be two-sided when but, you talk, okay. think about that, the, the jargon around marriage but but let's let's take it back to when we were dating right the excitement the most excitement for you as a woman was getting engaged and getting yeah and having a wedding that, right that's a part so a the part excitement of women's life that i think many women look forward to no no not all I'm, but many but what i'm saying is is like the marriage wasn't even like i can't wait to be a wife it was i can't wait to get proposed to and i can't wait to have a wedding right well yeah and i also wanted the wife title but not necessarily aware of all of the weight that came with that title. All right, so think about it. Yeah. As women, women want the title. I want the ring. I want the wedding, mm -hmm. right? As a man, I got to provide you with the ring and the wedding. What do I necessarily, as a man, gain from wanting so much to be married? If, if, if you hear... you would want a full wife. No, no, <laughs> you know no, no. What I mean? no but what I'm saying is, is if you said you hear from other wives, other women complaining mm -hmm. about marriage, mm -hmm. and men hear from other married men about complaining about marriage, right? Okay. As a woman, when it's time to get married, you get a ring, you get mm -hmm. the wedding that you want. As a man, what do you get? You get married. Mm -hmm. We don't gain anything from it. So I feel like when... I'm, I'm talking about like physically, like as far as a ring is concerned. Okay. So it's like we don't get excited about the actual wedding day because it's a party. Mm -hmm. If we want to get married, if a man wants to get married, it's because he's excited about being a husband mm -hmm. and getting and having a wife. Right. And providing, I guess, a and lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, working to provide a lifestyle with his wife. Right. So yeah. if he probably feels like, if I'm doing all of this now as her boyfriend, what's the big deal about getting married? That's my point. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, what's the big deal about the wedding? If we're both happy and we're doing this mm -hmm. together... Right. What what's the big rush to have a party and to and to invite other people and spend money? So maybe they don't have to have a big wedding, which is in retrospect what I would have done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't do what I did uh, before. So say that because she didn't mention she didn't even mention in here a wedding. She just said that she wants a proposal and she wants to be married. So if it wasn't even a wedding situation, they could even do something privately, something small, some even if it's just a, 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 a sign of yeah, faith, absolutely, a sign of good faith. Like yes, I appreciate you as my girlfriend for all these years. I'm committed no, fully. I agree with you. I'm serious about where I am. You know. 
what I mean? But then will she apply the pressure like we had in a former episode See, and that's, about that's is my it a pressure point. now or is she setting out her expectations to him? So, but this, but this is my, that's my point of the psychology between a man and a woman during the dating process, right? If a man is doing all of these things for you already and proving all of these things for you, he has his timeline, right? You're in a rush to do what? Get a title, get a ring and have a party. You're excited. You're happy. You get everything that you want out of life. But until you get the ring, get the party and the title, you're not content. For a man, he's the one responsible to give you the ring and the party and make you content. But what does he physically gain more now than he had before by getting married? Nothing. That's why men are always typically like marriage is so finite. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just getting into the psychology. For me, marriage was more than that. Mm -hmm. For me... Marriage is, is a part, if, of course, it's a contract, a financial contract that binds you and I, right? Mm -hmm. It's also a title where I feel like we are committed to serving one another. These are my ideas of marriage. This is not what people typically think about a marriage. Mm -hmm. When I thought about marriage, I was thinking about legacy. I'm going to pass down what we've created for our kids to our kids. Right. That, and that was have well our, thought out, I think, from both of us. You know what I'm saying? That's something that yeah, we want out of marriage. Extent. You more than me. Like, me, over the years, I had to kind of redefine what marriage meant to me because, again, I was going into it very, I want to say blindly, not knowing right. what actually you needed as a wife, too, because there's also no structure for what the cookie-cutter wife looks like, you know? I agree. So, so, But that's what you got to think about. Like, And I think people need to start thinking about that when it comes to my partner's not rushing into marriage and, and I want to get married. What what do you want out of marriage? What does he want out of marriage or vice versa? And what are we gaining by going into that next step? So that might be a good conversation starter for you, sis. How about, like you said, maybe sitting down over dinner one night or over a date night, what would be the pros and cons to officially being married? I agree with that. You know, and just kind of see if you even align on the benefits. See that? See now you know? that right there—the benefits of marriage. It's what people don't talk align about. on the benefits of marriage mm -hmm. and not the cons, <laughs> you know. But I think that might be a good place to start because then you can really get an idea of what where the value lies for him mm -hmm. or not, you know. And you won't feel as left in the dark because if she says she's happy in her relationship, she doesn't want to leave the relationship. She loves him dearly. So is that enough? Not having the ring, is that enough for you to feel like, man, I just want to walk away? It's like you're going to leave that to then do what? That's, and, that's, and that's my point is like you found a man that you're in love with and you guys are building something together. But since he don't give you a ring and throw a party and a title, you're willing to, to walk away. What does that really say about what you were looking for in a partnership? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like my, my grandmother, my nanny, she was married before to my grandfather. Mm -hmm. Um. They got a divorce. She started dating my Papa John. Mm -hmm. Shout they out were to together Papa John for and I, I think over them. 20 years. Mm -hmm. Married. And it wasn't because yeah. my Papa John didn't want to get married. My grandmother was just like, yo, chill out. Because to her, at this point, marriage had a different value mm. other than the wedding and the ring. Right. And, you know, and the, just course, the title. For a second time around. You know what I'm or saying? Considering it for a second time around, I could see how she would feel like that. Yeah. Because now she has more insight and more wisdom to know that marriage is not just about that day. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the ring or the title. Mm -hmm. It's about two people sharing in one ideal about how they're going to push their legacy forward. Mm -hmm. And if you're not together on that ideal, rushing to get married and not even rushing, 
just trying to get married because y'all been together for a long time. That's another thing. We've been yeah. together 12 years. We need to get married. Right, right. If y'all can't even collaborate on ideals on what a marriage is, then you shouldn't get married. Right. Because once you get married, then it's like, well, now what? Right. Now, now <laughs> it's now fact. what? Like, now what? Now, now we, we married. Doing. Okay. You know, so right. that's what they should. They should have a conversation about legacy and what marriage means to them. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be able to decide if it's something yeah, they want to do Yeah, what they not. each have to gain from that. So yeah. good luck to you, sis. Hopefully that works out for you and your boo. And this on to the next. The last one. Is it the, the last, last one? one? Oh, yeah. this is a long This is a novel. All right. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Well, they provide context for us now because a couple times BB missed the And we've asked so. for context. So shout so out to y'all for. Thank for, you for giving very yeah. well thought out uh, listener letters here so we can get the, t- the total picture somewhat. Okay. Hey, y'all. First off, let me start by saying I love the work you do seeing black people portrayed in a positive light. Thank you so much. Keep up the awesome and inspirational work. Thank you. Now on to the subject at hand. We appreciate that. I am a 32-year-old woman and have been in a happy relationship for almost two years now. I must say that it is the most satisfying, selfless, healthy relationship I have ever been in. Okay. I like to think that this is owed to the fact that we are we were best friends prior to becoming a couple. That's dope. That's always a plus. My boyfriend is is quiet and extremely kind-hearted, which attracts females. He's the good guy that women want as their friend, but don't want to date. I was one of them. <laughs> that being said, he has other female friends. This does not bother me at all, being that I also have male friends. You shouldn't also know. That he is not very attract, uh, not very active. Excuse me. Oh on my social god! I'm about media to say, oh, so nobody likes him because he's ugly. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> he is not very active on social media platforms, although he has them. There is a picture of one of his female friends on Instagram from 2017. That is four years ago. Okay, giving her a graduation shout out. Today, I asked him to remove it from his page, and I feel like he was slightly annoyed by the request. I would be too. I am in no way threatened by this friendship he still maintains with the woman. However, before we became a couple, he was completely honest and disclosed that he had sex with her once. The reason I asked him to remove the picture is because, one, I do not feel it is appropriate for him to have a picture of a woman he has sex with on public display while he is in a relationship. And two, there are no pictures of men on his no no pictures of me on his social media so there shouldn't be pictures of any other women aside from family like i said he is not active on social media so it doesn't bother me that he doesn't post me but seeing the picture although it is four years old triggered feelings of insecurity from a previous relationship where my ex posted oh so that's what this really is about oh because i'm about to say girl why are you looking for issues that ain't there where my ex posted every woman except me and it turned out he was cheating so i have my reasons yeah you have your reasons but that reason doesn't justify you asking that of him but um i am a mental health therapist so you know all this and you're a mental health therapist make that make sense so i realize i may be projecting past trauma onto him oh so you say exactly what it is but still requesting it okay but i also realize whether i uh whatever i feel is valid to you it is valid (laughs) to you my question however you've answered all of your questions though my question (laughs) is do you guys think it is extreme of me to ask him to take the photo down yes and what are your thoughts on having photos of opposite sex on your social media especially if your significant other isn't posted side note he is hella petty I'm pretty sure he is, and proceeded to post a picture of me stuffing a sandwich in my mouth after <laughs> removing her picture. Deval, this, is this your yo, woman? Yo, yo. Deval, sh- is this your woman? Because that's some shit you would do. That's not okay? my woman, but that's definitely something I would have did. Because that was retarded. And I can't even say that. I can't even say it no more. That was asinine. Despicable. That was, this, that was <laughs> this be the different world y'all live in, bro. 
How you go back four years in his Instagram, knowing he don't post, find issue with a woman he admitted to having sex with prior to, prior to being with you, and say, I know I'm projecting from my past relationships, but my feelings are valid. Girl. Make it make sense, Kadeem, for me, please. Nah, I, I can't even be with you on this one, sis. And I mean, and typically we don't try to like gang up and take a side, but this is completely ridiculous at this point. You, Come the, on. The biggest thing for me was that you scroll back to 2017. <laughs> no one he don't post. Me in 2020. And know that he don't post. It's not even like he's a chronic poster. You scroll all the way back. Know that he doesn't post. He was honest and upfront about the fact that he had sex with her one time. He's honest about the fact that they're still friends. <laughs> I feel like you just glutton for punishment. Like you're just looking for a reason to pick a fight. The best thing about this is that she says she's a mental health professional. All right? Like, So it's like you, you already know. Like you answered a lot of your questions here. She did answer all of her own questions. Right. And if you feel like your feeling is valid because you had this past trauma, then you cannot project that on him, though. You know what she's doing, right? She knows she's wrong. But she's going to keep asking for advice until someone validates her feelings. I'm not doing Aww, that here. Sis, this was the wrong place. I am it. not doing that here. You yeah. was bugging. And you might be you might miss out on a good thing if you continue to bug out this way. Right. Because, because the one thing you can't do to people is make demands. You know what I'm saying? You you I I, I well, don't Well, Deval wanna... doesn't take kindly to demands nope. because times when I felt like I was gonna put my foot down and say, Deval, it's gonna be this or that. Deval's not doing this or that. Deval's doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. So that being said, I'm just like, bro, I'll tell you how I feel. We try to acknowledge it. And then Bro. we move forward. But him him, uh, him being petty after, I had to laugh at it. I had to. He, he petty, but he even not as petty as me. I probably would have posted another picture of the girl. <laughs> he would I have. probably would have did that. Deval would have been like, he would have called her up and be like, hey, sis, just like swim by real quick. Let's get this selfie. <laughs> and he would have posted a selfie with homegirl. Because They had done the whole reel together. Like I feel like you can't have retroactive jealousy. So it's like we were we were friends prior to us dating. You knew that we had something before, but now you jealous of a friendship and a relationship we had one time before. That's kind of crazy. And then you know that you're bringing this past trauma from another relationship into this relationship. So you've created a whole scenario. Also, why do people put social media standards on real life relationships? In that part too. Like for me. This is the only time I will be mad if someone posts something on social media. If me, you, Josh, and Denora are all friends and we all friends on social media, right? If you post pictures of all your friends, but you don't post pictures of me mm -hmm. and you post all the time, at that point, excuse me, I would say, why is it that you post all of us and we're all friends and you don't post me? Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if we're in a real relationship, not a friendship, like I'm talking about if we were just friends on like social a media, ro like romantic a romantic relationship, yes, okay. and we have a foundation rooted in truth, friendship, she said he is his best friend, her best friend, and you don't post on social media, why are you using social media as the standard to which you want to hold your relationship values to? That to me doesn't make any sense. Yes. We are friends in real life. We are lovers in real life. Yes. What I must say, four years it's ago. been the most satisfying, selfish, and healthy relationship I've been in. I'm lost. So why are we making it sick? Well, you know what we just found out? You know who makes it uh, unsick? Who makes it sick? You know who makes it sick? Who? Her. Well, yeah. 
Cause oh. this soon, this ain't gonna be satisfying and healthy if she keeps doing stuff That's like a fact. this. And he's gonna get frustrated and he's going to be over it. Because then she said he's petty for doing that. Mm-hmm. But sis, you petty for even bringing that up. Yeah. And, and we all got to stop doing that. We got like we got to stop making it seem like social media is the be all that ends all. Like even if you post a picture every single day, that picture takes a snapshot. Mm-hmm. That's a fraction of a day. Mm-hmm. You have so many other day, so many other minutes and hours in the day, but you want to focus on a fraction of a second that someone posts. It's kind of insane. Mm-hmm. It's Agreed. insane. Like it's it's really insane. I, I don't. And the thing is, I girl, get so just many, laugh this one off at this point. Yo, you should see my DMs, K. Real talk about mm-hmm. how many women send me questions about their man like this or men send me questions my woman follows this person and i'm like guys social media was made to follow like and comment if you on social media people are gonna follow like and comment and then they try to break down to me why what their significant other is doing is wrong and a lot of times i'll be like well do you do that yeah but it's different because nah Nah. Lost me there. Lost you lost me. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it, this is a this is a theme. This is a recurring thing. Men don't like when their women follow other men on social media. I've noticed that. Like I, that has been a recurring theme from like men I asking me. It. And women don't like when their man uh likes other people's stuff. Shoot, and it's to the point now where I could scroll through Instagram and we may follow some of like similar people and there be females, beautiful females. And I'd be like, oh, DeVal liked the picture. But it never crossed my mind like, oh, why did DeVal like such and such this picture? Usually I'd be like, yep, I like it too. Well, first, this is the first thing. First of all, I won't like booty pics. And the reason why I won't like booty pics don't even be because of you. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone else seeing my name on a booty pic and think that <laughs> that's what I'm on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That I won't, I won't do that. Right. So I won't like a booty pic. But if I see, if it's a girl that we know... For example, we know through social media that we've worked with and mm-hmm. she's attractive and she posts a nice picture. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's my homegirl. My castmates. I have beautiful castmates. Mm-hmm. They post a picture. I'm going to like it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But um, I also have respect for my marriage. Mm-hmm. Not so much my fear that my wife is going to be upset at my life. I have respect for my marriage. If someone sees I am devout liked a picture of a chick naked doing a split, that could be seen as disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want to put that out there for someone else to create a wrong idea of who right. I am. Right. So I do that okay, for yeah. myself. Right. I don't even do that because my wife is insecure. I do that for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want people looking at me like I'm a, a creep. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you. But I've never at any point in social media felt like if I don't do this or I post this way, Kadeem may break up with me. Yeah. Like that's never been. Definitely not. I think we're so far past that. Yeah. I, I don't, and we're not and letting you, social media You've never put that pressure on me either. No, that's never been a thing. That's just, that's just not a battle that we have. No, um, no, we use social media. We don't let it use us. And I implore okay? people to do the same thing. Understand that social media is a tool. Like, stop making real life decisions based on what happens on social media, exactly. please. And that's right. what your your job, that's what your your relationships with your family, your friends, and definitely your significant others. That's all we have for today. That was fun. that went by fast. That went by fast, guys. Well, keep writing in. You know, we love to hear from y'all and all that good stuff. But before we do anything um do you have a moment of truth that sums anything up here i mean we had so many different topics that we were talking about today yes um or any kind of any words that you'd like to say to our listeners moment of truth very very simple 99 percent of the issues that happen in relationships can be solved with adequate communication period learn how to communicate and converse and listen 
not only get your point across, but listen, and 99% of the problems can be solved. The reason why I say that is because there's that 1% of people that just ghost people, and you just like, I can't, there's nothing, there's no, no conversation that, that can ever... Where are you, bro? <laughs> where are you? I'm thinking to like, where's Waldo? And it's like, Yo. where's the, you looking on the map, and you're like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Is he camouflaged somewhere? Dude where did bugging. you go is what we want to know. Please let us know. If you find him, sis, like honestly, send the update so we can just at least know like what transpired. My moment of truth today is I just love y'all. Like I feel like I need to say a thank you to everyone who subscribes to the podcast, who listens, who shares with their friends, who, you know, puts a clip in their group chat with their girls and their guys. Like I feel like we don't often get a chance to really just thank you all for the love and the support and the positive vibes and rooting for us. Like I've never seen a group of strangers, I I would say, because we don't know you all personally, but strangers really root for us the way so many of you do. So thank you. That's, that's just my moment of truth today. You are the reason why we're able to have this podcast, um, which we enjoy so much. We love to do us and our team. Um, So just thank you guys. Thank you. Nothing profound to say other than just thank you. I got to say that that was definitely well, well thought out and needed. Thank you. I'll, yeah. I'll piggyback off that to say thank you. Y'all dope. We love y'all. We, we appreciate do. y'all. And be sure to find us on social media at Dead Ass the Podcast. Of course, this is Kadeen I am. And I am DeVal. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And keep writing in listener letters, y'all. Deadassadvice at gmail.com. Did we give them that? Ooh, D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. Send more letters in. We'd love to hear from y'all. Thank you so much. Deadass. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are, and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City, and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m., to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.